and welcome everyone to our little zen circle of discussion uh, which zenona likes to call the sabha and uh, i would like to introduce you to zenona who is our key speaker she is an energy healer a reiki master she does acupressure she is an author she does so many things that i think it's best that she talks and describes a little bit about herself you can tell us what you do and how you do it so that everyone gets to know you better for the coming um few discussions wow thank you so much <laughs> so uh i would like to describe it a uh, little bit technically so initially as because i was sick i started healing myself with reiki and everything started with reiki so as you know there are five bodies physical emotional mental energy and spirit so i started with healing the physical body then i realized that's not enough i started treating the emotional body then i realized that's not enough i tried started treating mental body and even that was not enough so then i you know went into the world of energy healing and uh, ilahi noor uh, eft uh, acupressure all of these came after i learned reiki because reiki was my introduction to the uh, energy world before that i was treating myself with medicines and affirmations and uh, just going to therapy and uh, yoga pranayam all of those things that are naturally available outside but reiki was my introduction to the energy world and now i do spirit healing so i work at the soul level i directly speak to the soul of the person and i get direct information from angels ki why this person has come to me what is the problem and uh, how can we treat that person so now it has come to the final you know of the five bodies so it's faster That's- great yeah as we do as we do like you said we are looking for answers on a physical plane when in reality things could especially major events so maybe you could talk about uh, what kind of illness you had and like i maybe i'll introduce myself a little bit to the listeners which is i have uh, ms you know and i was diagnosed at 16 and i found you because uh, someone told me you had chronic pain and i was like yeah. hey that's relatable if she's feeling okay let's go ask her what she did and uh, more often than not people believe that you know things that have worked for uh, other people might not work for them but i feel like when it comes to energy healing it's the opposite things that work for most people actually do work for us you know and that mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it which is like um yeah patient works on this newtonian principle of like like if someone has a headache everyone just takes a dolo and it works on that but when you look at like the einstein perspective of looking at energy he would tell you that you can't have one dolo for every headache that every person is different and Absolutely. i think that method always worked for me when i looked at homeopathy that like oh you know there's this different energy bodies like i am very different from my mother or my father and my headache is different from theirs you know my Absolutely. reason i have the headache is different and that's why a certain dosage if the dolo doesn't work for me the same way that it works for most other people so that is there needs to be some kind of like unique way to look at a person and give them uh, medication i think ms was just that final final frontier of like hey wake up we need you to like you know pay pay attention to yourself find a solution yes. find a solution to to this and like especially in 2021 where we're seeing the world go through a health crisis and we'll get to 
what this crisis really is if it's a health crisis or a spiritual crisis but maybe we can talk a little bit for all the people who are out there who are currently grappling with small health conditions big health conditions just want to be healthier um what they can do with their energy and what you did with your energy what you had how to deal with pain um or a physical manifestation of any kind but how to deal with it on an energetic plane yeah i think that is very very important to understand that most of us think of ourselves as physical bodies and like uh, right now you said i have ms and uh, if i would have to say that i would say that my body is experiencing ms yeah Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you understand that I will not say I have because I is a all encompassing word where I means the physical emotional mental energy and spirit and of course the spirit is not going through ms. <laughs> so yeah. we have to be very careful with the words that we are using. So definitely the physical body is experiencing ms. And why is it experiencing ms because there is a pain in the emotional body and why is there pain in the emotional body because of the thoughts that i had in the mental body and why do i have this uh, thing because uh, energetically some uh, when i was in a presence of some people who were bullying me or who were saying bad things to me my energy got disturbed my energy mm-hmm. systems did not work in the same way that they could and uh, that's why all of this ha- started happening their thoughts could enter my aura because my energy systems were not so strong and powerful to uh, reflect or deflect that uh, you know thoughts so yeah. uh, so we have to start going to the you know the the top level answer <laughs> we should yeah, not be yeah. satisfied with the bottom level so i uh, developed uh, chronic pain and all of my joints used to hurt uh, it started with shoulder pain then it uh, went to knees and ankles and then all of my fingers and toes when i used to wake up i had swelling all over and i could not get up for the first 5 minutes i would be like i can sense that there i have a body but it felt like body is disconnected from me and i cannot move it okay so it took me a long time earlier it started with 5 minutes then 10 minutes then it went to half an hour that for half an hour i could not i would just lie there and try to get up try to get up try to get up okay but it felt like i have no energy to get up and uh, people have labeled it as chronic pain chronic fatigue uh, fibromyalgia uh, you know seronegative arthritis so mm-hmm. uh, so they don't know and they always say maybe you have this but when yeah. you talk to spirit you don't have a maybe you have this yeah. is it and this is why it is <laughs> yeah. so it's very very accurate and to the point and uh, so that time i did not have any of this knowledge so i went to i was living in japan when i started developing this and i went to the hod of the arthritis uh, division um, orthopedic so he said that uh, you know we can give you painkillers but they are not as strong as you get in india i can give you antidepressants but they are not as strong as you get in india <laughs> and all of those things so none none of those gave me any relief my pain only thing that worked actually surprisingly was hot water baths in the night that took my pain and i could sleep uh, for some time so uh, when this kept on going i had to quit my phd and i had to come back to india and uh, in india surprisingly we have so many types of healing methodologies it feels like this is like a treasure house and i never looked at india in that way before uh, so i tried everything i went to ayurvedic shops i went to uh, ayurvedic uh, hospitals and uh, in delhi you have kotakalka 
and then I went to naturopathy, yoga, uh, pranayam, uh, mud reflexology, acupuncture, so much physiotherapist and uh, psychotherapist, psychiatrists. So they were doing an overall treatment over me. That all helped a little bit. But eventually, uh, after two or three years of going through all of that, I was still not getting better. Then one day I suddenly realized that if I don't do it, okay, if I don't take responsibility that I need to get better, I was waiting for a cure from outside. Like someone will come and someone will give me some remedy and magically I will be healed. Okay. I kept looking outside for answers. And, uh, but the moment I said, enough of it, I will go and get myself healed now. I'll do whatever it takes. So I used to meet healers and uh, therapists at that time. And whoever I would meet, there was a hypnotherapist and she said, um, start with Reiki. Then there was another uh, healer and uh, she did Reiki healing on me. And I said, where should I start from? She said, Reiki. I know Pranic also, but you start with Reiki. I said, okay, fine. So I learned Reiki. And I had no expectations from Reiki because I come from a science background. I was getting trained to be a neuroscientist. So you can understand that, you know, it is a quite, quite a deviation. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, because of my, uh, you know, spiritual um, seeking, I had been dwelling, dwelling into quantum physics a bit. And from quantum physics, I could understand that the world is energetic. And then maybe, maybe this is something which is beyond uh, our understanding and maybe we can like uh, get healed from something which is outside of us so i just gave it a shot i'm like okay kuch hoga nahi hoga let's see. because i was hearing miraculous stories unbelievable stories of people getting healed from reiki and i thought maybe i should give it a try so i used to keep my hands and that time i had so much pain i only kept hands on the uh, knees and uh, I could not do it all 16 positions I could not uh, do. But uh, on the 16th day of, uh, you know, practicing this, half an hour every day, I would keep my hands on the knees and call Reiki. Uh, I started feeling some warm sensation at the, uh, at the center of my palm. And it was so magical for me because it was so, my hands used to be ice cold, like ice cold uh, because of blood circulation problems and other things. So I went to my husband and said, touch this, touch this. See, can you see? It is warm. <laughs> so yeah, that was my first experience of magic because it felt magical. How could my That's hand so be, wonderful. which is ice cold, you know, become hot from something which is not of this world, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And from that day onwards, my world is full of miracles. Every day I witness at least two or three miraculous stories and uh, just wonderful. My life is so much better now. That's because amazing. And I think for all the listeners out there that, you know, this is like a, such a relief to hear, especially me, because I'm also new to my healing journey, relatively new. Um, to know that, you know, especially when it comes to chronic illness, that, that all the symptoms overlap so much that a lot of people actually don't even have the the, the relief of getting a diagnosis. Like, like you said, like oh, it's really hard to figure out the label and the term. So they're not even able to get the adequate help, the right medication, the right treatment, and they live a lot of years in misery because of the 
the the lack of diagnosis and living under the fear of like it could be one out of like 500 things so That's i hope it. that this is a huge relief to people out there who are listening that you don't only have to turn to the one thing out there and that like you know a lot of people swear by ayurveda so a lot of people say ayurveda but sometimes even that can be quite a task and like you said yeah. you know in like we've not looked at india and only once you fall sick the reality is that you start looking at different parts of your own country for for what do people there do right like we've not we've not always been exposed to that idea of yeah. as healing so reiki is actually like when you tell people oh i do reiki it's not something that they've never heard of before because in mm. india itself like there it's is very popular yeah people yeah understanding it like it works wonders for some people and you're always always need, need skeptics like you'll meet skeptics when you talk about allopathy so obviously yeah. you're also going to meet skeptics mm. when you talk about energy but if any of this is there so, yeah. maybe this is your calling maybe you should do more research and reach out and um do your thing but i'm so glad that you mentioned um what your journey has been like and do you also want to talk about why the name zenona for people who are listening yeah definitely i would like to go into that i just wanted to add for reiki one thing that reiki doesn't uh, heal only the uh, physical pain it also mm-hmm. teaches you because yeah. reiki is actually uh, the spirit healing so uh, mm-hmm. i talked about the five bodies it works at the energy level yes but it is coming from the spiritual plane so it has uh, knowledge and when it started working on me i started getting insights on why do i why that uh, uh, joint pains i had it was because of the trauma that i went through with an abuser but it also showed me that the abuser was my soul contract with him and it also showed me that oh that person i only begged him to play the role of an abuser so that i can uh, you know uh, experience this pain and become a healer so all of that huge information also came in during my journey of healing so uh, that's why i say ki if you go to ayurveda or homeopathy or hypnotherapy uh there is a little bit of help in the energy and but in hypnotherapy you might get some answers but many of the hypnotherapists uh, are not that qualified to take you to the spirit realm they work uh, through the left brain so they work only ki okay bas itna hi hota hai iske aage bahar kuch nahi hota hai they don't get uh, help from the masters and they don't call uh, guides to give you information so if they in between lives if they call masters and get guidance oh amazing guidance comes okay so yeah so i would like to say ki definitely learn all the things but uh, concentrate on the easiest reiki is the easiest so everybody can learn it and nothing you don't have to do anything normally you keep your hand on your body just call reiki and keep it especially yeah. because it's self healing right like you said we're so dependent on like other people helping us when we're not feeling okay like we forget that there is a inner capacity for healing yeah. because you're suffering so much it's actually really easy to forget i am healer i am capable of helping myself because we've also been taught that you know like we're always supposed to turn to someone else for help the most part or like Um, absolutely i think uh, uh, that is what reiki does it it reminds you of your inner healer you know it yeah. gives you power ki are you have all the answers within you and the confidence also right like so confidence. once you've been sort of battered by every sort of oh. mechanism and you've turned from door to door and had 
nothing yeah. really work for you it's really like really depressing in one sense but it's so beautiful when you see that like oh my god like all of this capacity to feel okay was somehow stored inside me and i just mm-hmm. forgot that you know yeah. and i think it taps into that power so strongly it's strong like really. it's just like a it's a it's like a pipeline that has been like rusted for a really long time suddenly mm-hmm. is open and it's just flowing and you're learning and it's not it's not a very it's quick in its own sense but it also teaches you that oh you know it's taken your body a really long time to get to not being okay that it is going to take its own time to fix itself as well like you can help it out yeah. um, but you can't speed up the process to happen overnight of course mm-hmm. that there are so many times when you know we're meditating or you feel like this absolute jump and you feel like you're a different person and your vibration changes yeah. but i think everyone should know that like in its own sense reiki is a teacher and shows you your own healing path like that's what reiki really is like it's your own healing journey your own innate capacity to heal that will show you and take you yeah. down that path Absolutely. Confidence very well put. Very well put. And many of my students have told me that confidence is the first thing that comes back with Reiki. <laughs> that they felt hmm. they feel ki we we never thought we could feel confident again. But yeah, re- first thing that comes back definitely. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. asked me about my name uh, Zenona. Yeah. So while all of this healing was happening and my body was in so much pain I used to visit a hypnotherapist and she sa- she mm, said do you have any hobbies and at that time I didn't want to live <laughs> so I I did not even think that I I could have hobbies or stuff like that mm, it's very suicidal I was so uh, she suggested art therapy so I just bought some colors and then I started doing something I'm not very artistic so I drew some pattern and at the end I instead of signing my name I wrote Zenona okay and uh, during that time I was lost into a different world when I was making a pattern and coloring I did not remember my body pain for a single second I didn't remember all the trauma that I went through or whatever so it was so healing and uh, it was like I was transported to a different realm and um, so i typed on google ki what does zenona mean and all that so i could not find any uh, any meaning for it a very close meaning uh, of the word is a spiritual seeker but that's how it came and then i realized in that moment uh, looking back after i finished a lot of artwork and uh, uh, you know i used to heal through my art Uh, so af- after that i realized ki oh that name is the name of the creative person inside me the person who is not sick the person who is uh, who is the original self you know not the battered self uh, that the world has created <laughs> not the personality that was created and shaped by the uh, environment that i live in but the original self that i was born with so that's why i go by the name zenona now and now after writing the book uh, an angel's love uh, archangel metatron has written that book through me and he explains that zenona is not just your name it is the name that he likes to call everybody because it means light of divine and during the time when i was making that painting archangel metatron was with me and he was calling me zenona 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 so i you know heard and wrote that but i didn't have a memory of that 
Yeah. That's wonderful. I think like especially because we're just getting introduced to the concept of spirit guides and like this is our first episode so we don't want everyone to suddenly feel like too much information but to just know that like even if you've not had your sort of absolute awakening yet to you know think back and realize in all the difficult times we've had there's always been spiritual support that we were just not aware of like that's really oh. reassuring to me and like knowing that going forward there are going to be you know there is a support system beyond something i can see and that like it's not just belief it's the fact that like i can look back at my past and realize there was something watching out because things yeah. could have gone really badly even when things were really bad at the time they could yeah. have been much much worse and there was always something that was pushing me towards where i've reached today you know there was always someone or something that would enter my life at a time period and and say hey have you heard about xyz thing or <laughs> have you ever considered trying and whether you choose to do it or not right like it was so many times you just shut down and you just don't want to do anything or try anything new cuz you're so tired but um like my parents were always open to the idea of just trying anything out for me just anything at mm. all so um there was an energy healer i was sent to who i didn't know was an energy healer and his method and his way of speaking was a little too harsh for me but oh. we tried like hypnotherapy hypnotherapy um and this was in actually some part of um like away from delhi like really far off in like the ncr region where he runs the center where he would like switch on different colored lights and like ask me to connect to any kind of god that i believe in and i was like this is like really indoctrinating very very like <laughs> i don't believe any of this you know so yeah. but at the same time it, it made me realize like my like my parents were open to it all the people who were there there were cancer survivors who like on the first day i met it was really smart and wonderful and so so nice because you are really rarely when you're on that sort of really like when you're feeling really miserable right after time or so you meet someone who's old who holds your hand and tells you it's going to be okay like there is help out there are resources yeah. and i just entered the center and i met her and i genuinely feel like she was sent from above because she was so kind and radiated so much like helpful hopeful energy and i realized mm-hmm. all he was doing was energy healing you know and he kept telling me like pranic healing is is like other people are doing work you should heal yourself and the the, the way he said it was you know like yelling at a 15 year old which was oh. not working for me versus you know when you realize when you grow up and i'm doing my own research now where i realize oh it's true because when i did try pranic healing i would feel changes i would feel these subtle movements around me and i was like i could barely even sit on the chair i would be like can i please lie down while you give me pranic healing i cannot even like sit straight you know but the fact that my parents were willing to do pranic healing you know to just give anything a shot made me realize they are actually open to energy healing i am the one that closed off to it so now ah. that i'm practicing reiki they have no like qualms about it the way i was worried about like how they would perceive me suddenly like running around <laughs> the house with like crystals in my hand and like I know like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah it's, yeah yeah people are i think it's a lot of it is like we have internal resistance to certain ideologies because of how we perceive them at any given point of time there could be people who are listening to this podcast right now that are naysayers and years later this will sort of ring in their head as like oh yeah what you think 
after I've experienced it, I believe is right. But like now, when I tell you, like you have spirit guides, you're just gonna be like, Baba, no, please. I don't believe all of this. <laughs> oh, please! I was the biggest skeptic of angels. I'm like, ये कौन हैं ये लोग जो angels में believe करते हैं? Who are these people? <laughs> okay. uh they must be very dumb i used to see so much of judgment is there yeah because i grew up uh, in a very science background you know uh, uh with the biotechnology and neuroscience so you can imagine that i would never believe because i used to look at things through microscope or telescope <laughs> so i i thought ki whatever i can see or believe, that is real for me so it's really strange that how i have become a believer and uh, so you don't actually have to become a believer in fact i never preach people ki oh start believing in it no if you hmm. don't feel it then you're not supposed to believe don't believe it so for me when reiki and the magic started coming into my life my sensitivities increased so much that i would feel the presence in the room or i will feel jerks in my body uh, sudden tingling or whatever and i would quantify i will always quantify that okay uh, that it is coming on my right hand so this angel is responsible for this and i will make notes of it ki you know this angel feels like this this angel feel so Uh, i am very technical that way that i want to know for sure that you are here okay give me proper signs and consistent signs that are reproducible so yeah but it is definitely different for different people how they come into belief is a very personal journey so uh, we we cannot push people into belief and yeah. uh, we should be okay with yeah, if everybody is taking their own time my brother took his own time he was the biggest skeptic and then uh, he read my book and he started channeling metatron to his friends okay <laughs> so wow. that was that's an interesting thing because he was judging my book he's like oh she's saying that this is metatron and uh, who is this guy who is talking to her and he started channeling yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine yeah which is why like i think it's so important that in our first episode itself we just address skepticism for all the people that are listening who are just like oh i don't know just yet it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's absolutely yeah. yeah i was the biggest yeah. skeptic and i love skeptics because they ask yeah. the questions and when yeah. they ask yeah. the questions we get the answers from them from the spirit realm and it makes sense to them and they're like oh yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly And so I, I love like skeptics. This is this is the reason the podcast is happening because, like I said, I'm still very very new, and I only got in touch with you like uh, six months ago, uh, uh, in some ways. So the whole point of this podcast is I'm anyways always like you know asking Zenona all these questions. I'm always calling her up or texting her, and I'm like, what does this mean? Or like sometimes I just like um go into these like. states where I suddenly have like really really big questions about the world and I'm like if she's answering them she might as well not just help me out but also help all the other people out there who probably yeah. have similar questions so we hope you are the voice of the world so you are the voice of the world no pressure with that responsibility <laughs> and title <laughs> but uh, I'm going to start with one of the questions I want to address today uh, and then this is a more of a meta question like on a larger scale and maybe in the next couple of episodes we can start with where we go today which is like every episode we just address one question and one yeah but theme. yeah so, so maybe um we- yeah so maybe we'll just answer this one question real quick jump into it okay and, okay then we will uh, continue, continue in the next, uh, in the next yeah. okay okay yeah. great great yeah uh, please ask so my my question was for all the people who look at uh, you know the the current 
pandemic and the crisis that we're in as, yeah. as a physical sort of like you know for me it's like i used to look at it as 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 an as a as a as someone who's very closely connected to nature and is a very strong ally for um you know living a sustainable lifestyle as to be like this is just a way for nature to show us that she's so much stronger than us like we constantly think humans are the, the pinnacle and we're so smart and the whole world and this entire planet is ours and with one tiny invisible to the eye you know like virus um it has shown us that we are nothing in comparison <laughs> to it like absolutely nothing yes. um so on a on a spiritual realm it's like you know all these like really big social structures are crumbling it's showing us all the crap of our life is sort of like on display yeah. and maybe yeah. you could just really quickly tell us what your idea of that is and like i said we'll continue starting off with that from the next episode definitely and i would just like to say one thing that there is a lot going on and there is um growth for everybody here and growth is always tough you know so these challenges that we are facing right now they are fabricated but they are not just uh, we can say ki yeah it has come for the environment or it it is uh, uh, spread by the chinese <laughs> or it is because of the 5g technology but it is triggering change in us and that is a short answer that this has come for major awakening and every it's not leaving anybody on the planet can you see that it is it's not that awakening is only happening in this small part of the world it is everywhere so it is not going to spare a single soul on the planet and everybody needs to wake up now this is the final wake up call so on a spiritual plane we will go in yeah. depth in the next yeah, uh, so the next episode can be titled the great awakening like ha ah, the great awakening yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. definitely yeah. that it will be interesting to look at the spiritual perspectives you know yeah yeah definitely and we hope that this tiny little trailer will hook you on to coming for our next episode and help you you know understand energy a little bit better and start your own healing journey so until then um keep tuning in thank you so much for doing this this was really great i'm really looking forward to the next conversation that we have as well keep shining bye bye yeah <laughs> see you all thank you thank you